I would pick Serena, but I understand that McCarthy. I, I would also pick Serena. <laughs> Y'all are breaking my heart. All right, I guess Serena then. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sabrina. Hello, besties, and welcome to Anubis Backwards Podcast. Today we're going to be covering House of Duplicity, House of Hauntings. Um, so to our lovely listeners who's, who follow us week by week, um, we're back! Thank <laughs> you for being patient with us as we slowly make our way through the rest of 2021. To the people who are behind and are watching, like, probably binge listening, this doesn't matter. Thanks for... Thanks for chugging along, but we haven't recorded in like a month, so we're very excited to be here right now. I'm very excited to see my friends. Hi, friends. We've all been very busy, so we're doing our best. We're going to keep chugging along here, but I miss my friends too. All we can ever do is our best, guys. Yep. So a few housekeeping things. Uh, first, we just want to talk about all the October birthdays, just because, like we said, our schedule is going to be a little wonky for the rest of the year, so we just figured we'll get them all out of the way. So first of all... Happy belated birthday to Frances Ensel, who plays Poppy. Her birthday was October 5th. And, oh, she's, like, Laura's age. Well, she's, a year, she's younger than me. She probably would be a grade younger than me because I was born in 96, like, December. Okay. So, you're so I'm assuming 97. that she's, like, technically, like, a year. She's not a full year younger than me, but she would be a grade below me because she was born in October of 97. So, she's probably, she's turning 24. 24. Awesome. Well, happy 24th birthday, Francis. 23. Inside of fantasy. How it was supposed to be. (laughs) Also, happy birthday to Jack Donnelly, a.k.a. Jason Winkler, October 28th, 1985. Old man. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say something thirsty. (laughs) And then Claudia Jesse, our bestie, a.k.a. Sophia, a.k.a. Eloise from Bridgerton. Her birthday's on October 30th, 1989, so she's going to be 32. So I know we made a lot of pace and jokes in, like, season one, but, like, did you all know that Jade is closer in age to Jack than she is to Berkeley? It's only by, like, a few months. I think I (laughs) tweeted it, too. I was like, besties, please leave us alone. For context, it's only a few months, but still, I just think it's funny. Yeah, I'll stand by their chemistry uh, is because of the actors. Yeah. (laughs) And maybe that was a poor choice on the casting part. But I do love Jack as Jason, so I don't know. It wasn't poor casting. Just unfortunate (laughs) casting. Unfortunate chemistry. When you actually have chemistry with your students. (laughs) Awkward. But then our last bit of housekeeping is that Louisa, aka Willow, just got cast in the Vampire Academy movie. So that's exciting. TV Vampire series. Academy is a book series. Oh, it is. A, it is a TV series. Is it a Someone series or a movie? movie? I thought it was going to be. There was already a movie. I thought it was going to be a TV series. Now, oh, I don't God. know. I, I had to Google how to spell Moochie Park. Well, pork. We either way, yes, she's going to be in Vampire Academy, which is very exciting. Um, we're excited to see her in more supernatural things. <laughs> gonna be a tv series that's exciting i'm excited for the house of anubis cast members and both adaptations era that we're entering in this year 2021 I know. can i spoil there's someone inside your house actually since no. i don't know when this episode's gonna has Brenna watched it, it yet i haven't watched it yet it's fine i Blood may or may not actually watch it because it i literally got through 10 minutes of it and i was freaking out the entire time so i'm gonna just give everyone including myself a warning i'm gonna make sure i see there's someone inside your house before we record next so that means everyone here listening 
on schedule with us should make sure they're going to watch There's Someone Inside Your House before the next episode. So like two-ish weeks. Um, and then we'll talk about it. Emily's going to have to watch it with me. And if you guys don't like gore, I did put like gore warnings on our Twitter. All right. Well, let's talk about Berkeley in-house Renewbus. So the episode starts. Poor Berkeley. Um, all the students are chanting junior, junior. And Eddie looks super embarrassed and runs off. And then Mr. Sweet yells at everyone to get to class immediately. Alfie tells Joy that she should put this on the website, but then Joy just kind of like glares at him and ignores him. And he's like, oh, too soon. Oh, I just said Alfie's being rude. He is. Fabian's in the lounge and seems distracted. He tells Nina he's still thinking about what Jasper said to Jerome, but she reassures him and says that Jasper would not betray him. So Fabian is being pretty smart in this scene because he's like sus and Nina's trying to like reassure him to not be sus, but like, go on, be sus, Fabian. Yeah. Vera asks if Victor searched Alfie's room for the amulet. He says he couldn't find anything, but what's most important now is finding the reflectors. Vera says if he can find the reflectors, she'll keep searching for the amulet. I hate them flirting. Yeah, they're getting really cozy in this scene. Like, <laughs> I was getting like all up you. on him and like rubbing his arm or something. And it's like, please stop. Thank you. I was also going to say that like they are very cringy. Not even cringy, they're just uncomfy. Yes, exactly. Eddie is sitting alone in the lounge. Patricia walks over and asks if he's avoiding her. He says no, and she asks if he's blaming her for what happened. And just for context, in case you guys don't remember, this is right after she sat on the announcement thing and announced to the whole school that um, he is Mr. Sweet's son. So he thinks she did it on purpose, but she tells him it was an accident. And he's like, just like kissing the wrong twin was an accident. And then she realized that he thinks that this was payback. I do feel bad that nobody wants to talk to him after this because I, I just seem silly. Like, why? I don't know. It's not that big of a deal that he's Mr. Sweet's son. Everyone's yeah. just like, oh, we can't talk to you now. Kids really do be cruel. But also, like, do they think he's going to, like, narc on him, them or something? Maybe. Because, like, obviously, if he was going to narc on them for stuff, they would have been getting in trouble for stuff already. Yeah. True. Because he's been there for, a, like, what, a month? Even longer? Yeah. Um. Also, like, I know he's not really, like, mad at Patricia. And he's just kind of mad at the situation in general. But it hurted. It is sad. Like, he needs, he needs someone to blame, and she's, yeah. I mean, the obvious one to blame. Poor Eddie. So Fabian goes to visit Jasper in the library and asks about his conversation with Jerome. Jasper shows him an empty exhibit and explains that he's been getting pictures of the artifact all over northern England, so they need to track it down because someone's playing a prank. Patricia apologizes, and Eddie sarcastically says it's okay because he can sit wherever he wants now. Patricia suggests he writes an article about Mr. Sweet so people will like him again, and she says they can even work on it together. Then all of a sudden, Joy jumps in and asks how his article with Mara is doing, and Patricia's like, hey, Eddie, we can work on our article tonight, but then Eddie looks at Joy and says, I'll watch the footage for you tonight. Also, there was a line where Joy was like, I'm not paying you to do nothing, and then Eddie's just like, you're not paying me, and that was really funny. It was funny. I guess I already touched, I put, I had a note about no one talking to Eddie, but we already kind of talked about that. <laughs> I was gonna say, my note is literally something I just said. Yeah. So, yeah. I put baby boy with a sad face. And also, Eddie, when he's like, I'll watch the footage tonight, he's like, alone. Like, he emphasizes it. Like, oh, boy. I was just sad because Patricia, you can tell, is, like, really trying to, like, comfort him and, like, spend time with him because she can tell he's upset. But, like, because he's so hurt by the whole situation, like, he's just, like, brushing her off and it's making me sad. It is sad. So true. Back in the library, Jasper explains he's having Jerome help him track down the artifacts since he's an expert at pranks, but also mentions that he needs to keep it a secret. Fabian seems relieved and leaves. Then Jasper pulls out the statue he was talking about from under a cleaning cloth. So now we know he's lying. 
back at school, Fabian tells Nina what happened, and she says that it's great news, that it's nothing to worry about. Uh, Fabian points out that it still doesn't explain why Jerome was in Vera's room. They look over and Jerome is on the phone with Jasper again. So Fabian walks over and says Jasper told him about the thing. And Jerome's like, ah, yes, the gnome prank and reassures Fabian that they'll get it back. Fabian thanks him. So the next scene is at the house and the first, like, it starts with Brad just going, Nina and Fabian's world-renowned cupcake tower, take two. And I'm like, what are they doing? Because, like, they don't address this. So this must have been, like, an improv line. But then Amber comes in and that's when the scene really starts. Um, And so she tells Nina and Fabian that the dolls have suddenly moved to the kitchen in the dollhouse. So they're like, oh, there must be a reflector. So they start searching around. And then Nina finds a chalice with the falcon symbol on it. So, yeah, my my, my only comment on this scene was, like, what the heck were Fabian talking about in the beginning? (laughs) I was just like, oh, so they've made cupcakes before? Like, do they regularly make cupcake towers? I would like to make a cupcake tower. Me too. Um, Hi, Pia. Hi, Pia. Laura just just realized Pia's been sitting here the entire time. Um, I I love Nina. Nina and Fabian in this scene are cute. Also, I like the imp if so if that was an improv line which i would assume it is a lot of the improv lines when like they open scenes or walking into scenes are always like i'd much rather know what's happening there i know <laughs> like, like for I, actually the mystery, i would like bad. to see them build the cupcake tower scripted fabito bad fabito with brad's improv cute <laughs> where's that exactly also neener yeah i noticed that too neener and fabian's cupcake tower take two <laughs> I was just laughing at them, like, looking for something that could be a clue, and then Amber looking at the cup and just being like, it says made in China! (laughs) So upstairs, or I guess not upstairs, just on the main level, Eddie sits down on his bed and starts playing the videos that he needs to watch. He is, in fact, my favorite boy. Also, it looked like he threw his pillow on top of his chips, but it turns out that he was just trying to hide the Apple logo. Oh. <laughs> oh did you not catch that it was like propped up so you couldn't see the apple logo on his that laptop they, i did notice though they weren't blocking you know how in the front of the mac laptops it says macbook pro or macbook air or whatever yeah. it is. they didn't block that like later in the episode when you can see mara's screen and eddie's screen it still says macbook so that's funny i just commented on eddie's computer wallpaper is like the same thing as his like giant poster just like subway station He's like, I am from New Jersey. I am from the New York area. Don't I mess with me. I love the subway. <laughs> <laughs> can you believe that Eddie Miller runs the Wawa account on t- on Twitter? <laughs> I can, because they talk about hoagies all the time. <laughs> they do talk about hoagies constantly. <laughs> and I'm sorry to our followers on Twitter who constantly see one of us like retweet, quote, retweeting them like, ah. We love hoagies. There's Eddie again. <laughs> So Jerome is going upstairs when he notices the doll in Victor's office. He takes a closer look and pulls the string and it does the little like quote clue thing. And then he notices it has Sarah embroidered on the arm. So he takes it. Okay. The doll is really creepy, but also like Vera took it to get fixed and all the fixer did was glue the face back on, like made no attempt to like cover the crack. I know. Like Victor could have done that for free. Poor craftsmanship. So Eddie's still in his room. He's clearly bored watching the clips. And then he catches a glimpse of Sankara in the frame and freaks out. Spooky, scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. That's literally all I I got stuck in my head during this clip. I'm sorry. But anyway, that is the end of part one. So we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. 
So someone knocks on Mara and Patricia's door. Mara says, come in. And then Patricia asks, unless your name's Eddie. And then naturally Eddie walks in. But he goes to sit on Mara's bed so he can show her the clip that he just saw. So Patricia ends up walking over too. And she's trying to play it off like, oh, it's probably just the way the light's hitting it. Like there's ghosts aren't real. What are you talking about? And then she even goes as far as trying to delete it. But they're like, what are you doing? And so she kind of gives up and goes back to her bed. Okay. So he like he's literally so over Patricia and they're both like at this point they're kind of like trying to out stubborn the other which is just not in not a healthy relationship you know what they're teenagers we'll, we'll let them be um which also fair like she's also incredibly done with him and how he's acting also their house is like a bajillion years old it's it's definitely got to be haunted <laughs> it's gonna be haunted sorry besties even if it wasn't haunted by Sankara that house is haunted it was haunted by the purposeless knives <laughs> that too also, Patricia's, like, immediately panicking when, like, she realizes, like, that... Did she realize it was Sankara, or did she just... Yeah, she says it the next okay. she realized. Okay. Oh, that's right. Sorry, I forgot. Um, also, Eddie being, like, does she have to be here? And Patricia... And Patricia... Wow! And Patricia is just, like, it's my room? Also, Patricia's outfit really ain't it, chief. It's, like, a gold foil top and a purple sparkly skirt. And it just... <laughs> it ain't it, chief. It ain't it. It ain't it. The pieces on their own, cute. The pieces together. Yeah. Bestie, no. Very uh, kids TV show. Yeah. Yes. Which normally we don't get those kind of looks on House of Anubis. Normally we get pretty good looks on House of Anubis. Yeah. Whoever was dressing Patricia in season two at some points really did not do her any favors. Yeah. Come in unless your name's Eddie sent me. Mara also is so done with Eddie when he comes in because she, like, wants to go to sleep and it's funny. Mara, it's past my bedtime. Mara's a mood. I know. Mara's always a mood. (laughs) I love her. Patricia ends up meeting up with Sabuna and warns them that Sankara showed up in Eddie's footage and she tells them that he already told Mara and now Mara wants to write an article about it. Okay, so when Patricia comes in, she's like, we have a problem. And Alfie's like, another one? We're at capacity. And, like, that is truly a mood. I need that as, like, a reaction gift (laughs) for work. (laughs) When someone's like, hey, can you do this? I'm going to be like, another one? We're at capacity. (laughs) I might just go try to screen cap it with, like, the subtitles so I can just save that as a meme. Suddenly, Eddie and Mara walk. Okay, so I forgot to mention that Sabuna's in the kitchen. So then suddenly Eddie and Mara walk into the living room. And so Sabuna ducks behind the counter. Eddie asks Mara if she believes in ghosts, but she says she believes in the truth because she's a journalist and they're going to find out what that is. So then she starts telling him where he should set up the camera so that they can get the best shot of the ghost if she appears again. And then he's like, wait, does this count as human interest still? And Mara points out that no one said they have to be alive. I just love, this is like almost irrelevant to the scene, but not like, so many instances it's so convenient that there's an open concept living area that where you can see the kitchen the dining room and the living room all mm-hmm. in one because it just makes the drama so much better so great set design <laughs> my note from down below should be up here iconic creeping shot of the squad truly so then eddie walks towards the kitchen but just before he reaches sabuna mara stops him and then he walks back to the couch and he's upset because he just wanted a snack but she's like no no snacks now so then they start reviewing the footage, and Eddie is sitting very close to Mara so that he can see her laptop screen. Sabuna starts making their way into the cellar, and Patricia looks upset when she sees how close Eddie is. Um, I, too, want snacks, Eddie. I had snacks. I had carrots. 
before we recorded. Eddie just saying every steakout needs food, and then he's like, I'm thinking more like chips and dip. What a mood. <laughs> In the tunnels, Patricia is upset that Mara is telling Eddie to work before he eats because that's her job. But Amber says ghost hunting is pretty romantic and points out that that's what brought her and Alfie together. But Alfie reminds her that it also tore them apart, which is just really funny. <laughs> Either Amber or Fabian or someone, not Fabian's kind of a beliefs rela- relationships, but like as Eddie's roommate, he should have been like aware Eddie was like being getting closer to Mara to upset Patricia. Amber would have picked on that up on that right away. Did no one think to just tell Patricia to chill and that it was just to rile her up? Did nobody like pick up on that enough to be like, hey, calm the frick down. It's okay. Like, did no one try? I think they can't. They couldn't say it was just to rile her up in that moment because he doesn't know she's watching, you know? Yeah. But they should have definitely started calming her down sooner rather than later because we'll see why that was a mistake. Ghost hunting is romantic, according to Amber, so she might generally think that this is a romantic vibe. That's true. She's going to be like, oh, this is definitely a date. This is a ghost hunting date. I would go on a ghost hunting date. <laughs> I mean, we've been over that. You know, I'm not <laughs> That's my 14-year-old self-stream, really. So, <laughs> All right, so Nina and Fabian uh, place the reflectors in the little hand thingies in the tunnels, and they work, so they're like, woohoo. But then Nina notices that the little moon thing that's on the wall has moved, and they go to investigate, and they realize it sounds like a clock. And Fabian points out that it actually looks like the moon is about to eclipse the sun, and so then Nina starts panicking, is like, we need to find the reflectors and fast. So then they start looking at the Zodiac sign again, trying to figure out more clues. And they determine that one of them might mean a doll. So at first they're like dollhouse, but then Nina is like, oh no, wait, the doll from the first riddle that we found that had the clue. But Amber's like, I don't know, like they threw out everything from the attic. I don't know if we're going to be able to find that. And Nina starts panicking again because she realized if the doll is really gone, they'll never be able to finish the task. Nina really just needs to take five seconds to calm down. Like, I know, like, she is really, like, she's right to panic, but also, like, panicking ain't gonna get you anywhere, boo. I was just impressed because they are, in fact, using a phone. I didn't even, like, they've been using their phone so much lately that I wasn't even impressed at this point because it just felt natural the way I'm it should proud. be. <laughs> good for them. I love how we're proud of them for using their phone, even though they've been <laughs> really good lately. The bar is low. <laughs> Patricia realizes that she can hear voices coming from upstairs, and they realize that it's Mara and Eddie. Eddie is explaining that ghosts only come out in the dark, so he goes to switch off the lights, and Mara's like, can you stay close? I'm afraid of the dark. And then Patricia gets all offended that she's flirting with him, but Alfie's like, she's just afraid of the dark. That's not flirting. So then Patricia yells, like, yells really loud to turn the light back on, and Mara and Eddie hear and start freaking out because they think it was a ghost, so they immediately turn the light back on, and they're like, oh, okay, we'll just, like, leave the camera running on its own and, like, check in the morning, and they leave. Patricia's just not getting the brains all this week. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> she's she's nope. really dumb this week. Very dumb. Blinded by her love. It's okay. Oh, so, so true, bestie. <laughs> so true. Huh? How thin is the, like, ceiling floor situation? Because they really could hear their entire conversation. And they probably were not talking loudly either, because obviously they would not have wanted to get caught by Victor. True. Sabuda just heard their whole conversation loud and clear. And then I was just laughing. Eddie's reason that he believes in ghosts is because how can a million movies be wrong? (laughs) (laughs) What a dumb boy. Love him. And then I just said, ha ha, Patricia is a ghost. I mean, she's haunted by one. 
Yikes. Once again, spooky, scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. That is kind of the vibe. perfect, like, October. I'm glad we're doing the ghost hunting stuff in October. This kind of worked out. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. So Sabuna goes into Nina and Amber's room, and Alfie kind of yells at Patricia for what she did, because he's still mad about it. But then they realize that the dollhouse is lighting up, and it's focusing on the entry hall. Alfie here calls Patricia Trixie, and, like, I know he's mad at her, but I was just like, he called her Trixie. (laughs) He still loves her. (laughs) Even when he's mad. And Trixie just feels like a term of endearment to me. <laughs> it does! Because we only ever hear, like, Alfie or Piper ever say that. Or sometimes yeah. Jerome. Sometimes Jerome. When they're besties. So, downstairs, Jerome is slowly walking in the entry hall with the doll tucked in his coat, or in his bag, something like that. And Sabuna comes down to look for the doll, and they're surprised to see Jerome there. So he's like, Nina, what are you looking for? And she says nothing. So then she asks where he's going, and he says nowhere, and he kind of slips out before they can really get anywhere. So they just kind of pretend that never happened and start looking for the doll, but quickly realize it's not there. I love Jarena. Um, also, negative brain cells for Sabuna because there's literally a camera in the other room and they're just like loudly like, do you guys see anything? We got to find the doll. We got to look all over the <laughs> You know, <laughs> just being dumb. I love that. Okay, but if you're Mara and, babe, or Mara and Eddie rewatching that and you just hear your like, like, housemates what? looking yeah. loudly looking for a doll, <laughs> would you just be like, oh, okay, weird. cool. Jerome's weird. weird. I'm pretty sure Eddie already thinks Fabian and Nina are weird. So. Alfie too, a little bit. Yeah. I said Jarena, and then I said Jerome's wearing, like, a weird outfit. Like, he looks suspicious. He has, like, a scarf on. He looks very weird. This is apparently House of the Outfits, aren't it, Chief? Yeah. I feel like he was trying to be, like, sleuthy by wearing a weird outfit, but he just looks, like, really suspicious. Then I just said Alvi made me laugh because he's like, dude, it's a little late for an evening stroll. And then, yeah, he was just like, well, that's why I need to leave right now because it's getting late. (laughs) (laughs) It was just uh, chaos. So Jerome ends up going to the library and shows Jasper the doll he found for the collector. Jasper says that the collector will be very interested. So then we cut to like a a field somewhere. Um, Jasper's standing in the rain waiting for the collector. Jerome hides behind a wall or like, I don't know, it looks like a pile of junk or something. Um, But basically just so he can watch without being seen. Vera steps out of the car along with the hooded man and the man asks for the dollhouse. But Jasper first says he needs to confirm that Trudy is okay. And the man's like, she's fine. Don't worry. Like, where's the dollhouse? And Jasper's like, it's coming. It's going to take some time. But for now we have this and hands over the doll. Then Jerome accidentally makes a noise and Vera's like, you brought someone. And then she goes to investigate and then the episode ends. We really do love the dramatic rain effect because they're really just, it's raining and everyone is just perfectly dry. <laughs> Classic like, house maneuvers. Not even not slightly rain. damp. <laughs> like, just go spray them with a spray bottle or something. Get them a little, like their clothes know, were a little like, misty. Yeah. Like, they didn't have to look like they were getting wet. If they were already wet, it would have been fine. Yeah. Oh, and then I just said rip. I think his drone was about to get caught. <laughs> oh, um. Also, really do love the collector's robot voice. Do we think he used an iPhone app for that? Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> <clears throat> I thought this was going to be the episode where we, the collector is revealed, but I guess not. I thought it was too, so fair. I was waiting for it. Maybe it's next episode. All right, but yeah, that's the end of this episode. That was pretty quick. I feel like this is kind of a filler episode. Next week's going to be fun. Um, Maybe Brain Cell would go to Fabian? Yeah. One, he used his phone. He like... I mean, I guess he missed the mark in the beginning with trying to, like, figure out what was going on with Jerome and Jasper. But at least he was suspicious. 
even if he bought their lie. Um, he figured out the eclipse thing. He helped figure out the doll thing. Can I throw Eddie in for contention for like? The oh, ghost? is he a ghost? Yeah, maybe we should Not give really it to Eddie. Like... Eddie doesn't get it. He doesn't very often. get it that often, and he's he probably like, never yeah. will. He he'd be a dumb boy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I, Eddie works for me because that was smart of him to like notice the ghost and you know actually want to do something about it. Be suspicious enough to also involve Mara. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then ship of the week, uh, there's not uh, Fab- Fabina for the cupcake. I was good. Mara and Eddie ghost hunting besties. Oh, that's again. true. We're almost to Mara and Eddie stuff, which is fun. So, but I'll give it to Fabina for their cupcake tower. For their cupcake <laughs> tower, Mara and Eddie can have it next week. <laughs> Mara Eddie crack ship. <laughs> I also like how you keep saying next week as if it's ghost- probably going to be like weeks. Ghost hunting besties. <laughs> you know, eventually, whenever we get to it. Um, I'm thinking just for time's sake because we are. Just doing a quick episode today. Ship it or rip it. We can even do OT three. Ship it or rip it. I was gonna say battle royale. Yeah, I was gonna say that battle. Hold on, let me find my notes. So how I'm trying to how do we do that again? Did I pick out two ships? Yeah, I think you so. pulled. So you pulled two names and then you pulled two names, and that's how we did it. So which ship we liked the best? All right. So our first ship's gonna be Nina and Jerome. Ugh, iconic, amazing, incredible. <laughs> Jerome never been done before okay versus piper i really hope enjoy oh nina and jerome for sure i gotta go jarina i know there are some poi shippers out there but i was like respect respect. no piper ship other than pipey was gonna beat honestly okay and now do i put jerome and nina back in no we just just no we keep them because they win but we remember, like, but this way there can be still be a ship combination yes. with Jerome or Nina. Oh, okay. yeah. yes. So, like, it's still going to be Jarena versus another ship. So, it's going to be next is KT and Eddie versus Jarena. No! <laughs> so, Jarena. Jarena. We I all just start laughing. KT and Eddie's besties. <laughs> we, we are KT, Eddie, aunties if we're, we're going to ship we're them We're KT besties stands. Besties only. Yeah. Besties only. <laughs> Besties only. All right. So Jarena versus Mara and Mick. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would pick Mick and Mara. <laughs> I would pick Jarena, but I understand that Mara I can also pick Jarena. <laughs> Y'all are breaking my heart. All right. I guess Jarena then. <laughs> I'm sorry. It wasn't until 2020 that I even shipped McBurt. You mean Mikara? The Jarena horse girl jokes are too strong, I think. Because... I know, I do. And the, the potential's very strong for them, so. I get it. We'll do a couple more. It really, oh, we gotta get name. someone to beat them. Okay, so we have Mara again. And Fabian. Ooh, okay. So Mabian versus Jarena. I hate this. I think Jarena, Jer- but I would give it to Mabian. I would give it to Mabian. I don't know. Just... Those aren't equal levels of, like, ship for me. Mara they're both Fabian, like crack they ships gotten, yeah mar and baby had they gotten more build-up would have been superior maybe i guess got canon content yeah maybe i'll give it to maybe and just because they were actually canon i like how that's what we come down to well we didn't give it to megara but we gave it to baby because i shipped well, them. i gave it to megara you did Jesus. yeah <laughs> I'm sorry, bestie. We're at number two to one. All right, I keep pulling Mara. Okay, Mara again. I swear I'm shuffling these. This is maybe in versus different Mara ships. Maybe in versus Mamber. Mara and Amber. 
Maybe. I'm going to have to give it to, yeah. to give it to Mabian again. I'm sorry. Me too. Sorry to the Mabian aunties out there. I know there's a lot of you. <laughs> We're a pearl pearl Mabian. Sorry, besties. Again, I have to say it. I think people would like them more if they got more buildup. I agree. I will agree yeah. with you. It just happened I'm not going to say they came out of nowhere because they had shippers before they um, started flirting. But like, had they... Yes. Um, yeah, how they had buildup. They could have like started bonding when they were both being heartbroken in season three, and then like yeah, I think that, that would real been flirty. Like, I think though, like what should like I I don't want to go on this right night right now. I love how this is where the tangent of the week is. <laughs> so I was gonna say if they were if they like bonded and were bros like all of season three, and then maybe like yeah. when they were being a little flirty in like the season that like, really finale, cute. and then they got together in like the movie, I would have been like mm, we we were kiss, robbed right of perfection. like good maybe in build up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agree with everything. All right, I'm going to do like two more. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I just pulled Jerome and Mick. I still would pick oh. Mabian. I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I think Jerome and Mick would be a weird. They would kill, they would kill each other. That would, would, and that'd that's be like a, that's oh, that'd be a crazy enemies to lovers. That's a <laughs> enemies. All right, so last one. So it's going to be Mabian versus. Ben, oh, oh boy, Ben versus deep cut. Ben and Eddie. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't do it. I get people. I, I, I respect those of you who ship them, but it ain't for me, Chief. I just got I... ingrained in my head too long ago, probably because of Megan, that yeah. they are step siblings. That's, that's my <laughs> issue with it, because I feel like Dang. if I didn't have that like brothers thing in my head, I'd be Our like half siblings. I ship this. But I have the like brothers thing in my head, so I'm like I cannot. But I see why you could chip it because yeah, I, like I get yeah because they're not canonly related. I could see where the tension would come from, and I actually am excited to watch season three with that lens. You know, once mm-hmm. we get to it and kind of decide. I think there's how a really lot of feel. lenses I've picked up on from like twenty, like from the like I don't want to call them the younger fandom from like the twenty, the newer fandom, I guess the Gen the, Z fandom. We're the, the Gen Z fandom. fandom. That yeah. I'm kind of excited to pick up on. So I guess Mabian is the winner of our Battle Royale ship edition today. That was fun. Let us know what you think about those ships and if you agree with all of our takes. We will... Well, you'll probably see a tweet. I think I'm going to wait because last time I tweeted, like, how would you rank these ships? But I want to do it, like, maybe the day after you post the episode. Um, a quick question. Um, I guess this goes out to the class. Um, of our listeners but if we continue to do this do you want because obviously i see what ships we've pulled before do you want us to re-include ships if they didn't win before we could i mean well it's more concerning because like let's say like we had alfie and eddie go to like or nina and amber go to the final round the last one we did but they didn't win like if they make it to the final like and they win the next one they'd be going against i don't know but it's more. Yeah, fun i think to it's kinda, fine like, if them. they repeat because they it's probably going to be a different ship they're up against, you know? Yeah. So yeah, we'll keep doing this game because it's fun and it's like a nice fun take on Ship to Rip It. But anyway, that's going to be the end of this little episode. So thanks for listening. Thanks for bearing Thank with you. us as we make our way through season two. As always, follow us on social media. Our Instagram is Anubis Backwards Pod. Our TikTok is Anubis Backwards Pod. Thank you all over there. You keep making me go viral and it makes me very happy. <laughs> um, our Twitter is Anubis Podcast. What else? 
you can email us anubisbackwardspod at gmail.com if you go to anchor.fm slash anubisbackwards you can leave us a voice memo that's like our favorite thing in the world please leave us voice memos if you want to be on the show that's about it oh tumblr anubisbackwardspod.tumblr.com that we haven't been posting on but maybe we will we'll see all of our links are on our social media so thank you all for listening we will see you later bye besties so much I wanted to say. The way I see it is there anyone there? Sabuna.